0: Welcome back to Star Realms Minicast. Paul Solomon here. Hope everybody's having fun on the realms today. I am. Uh, Rogue Realms Cup's going, so I've got a ton of 48-hour challenges going with those players. i got a best two out of three going for the Masters Series, something like that, Fleets Tournament. That just went to the third, uh, third game of the match. And uh, pretty, pretty fun. Having a good time. Not really leveling much, just focusing on these games, trying to play 100%. Um, but I did just lose a frustrating game, and I feel like I'm playing on tilt now. Uh, I was playing Purple Angel, I believe. Shout out to Purple Angel. And um, turn three, maybe. Mm, turn three probably got Arc. They didn't have a whole lot going. I thought, okay, this thing's in the bag. Still up at 40 health. I thought I got this thing. Took him to one, lost the game. And that is so so frustrating um and in these in these round robin tournaments it seems like somebody's always going nine and one you know or it's whatever eight and one somebody's going nine and seven two. so you start losing games and you're like okay i'm pretty much out of this thing uh it starts to be a little frustrating it's gonna bring me to the question of the day we'll get right to that stay tuned question of the daytime and here's what I'm wondering uh I know everybody seems to say Ark is the most broken card in the game and I agree I guess but the question is is it really that broken honestly is it really that broken I've lost so many games with Ark I've beat people with Ark it's just yeah I mean it probably should cost eight okay but Is it that broken? Please reply on Facebook, call into the show, leave a message, and explain to me why this thing is so crazy. Because maybe it's just because I just lost that game where I was like, yeah, Ark, man, we're going to do it. But I don't know. I'm sort of losing steam on the concept of Ark being that good. The Colossus, on the other hand, will be game-breaking if anybody gets that in their deck. But uh, (laughs) we'll have to stay tuned for that. Let me know your thoughts. Catch you later. All right, my hero today is Matt the Cutter Newberg. He called into the show. Give a listen.
1: Hey, Paul, it's Matt the Cutter. Going to talk kind of fast here. It looks like I got a minute. Uh, So on the arc, number one, if you're looking at it casually and you're complaining, you can certainly turn it off. White Wizards has made... Uh, measures so that you can simply avoid these cards uh, That's that's big. I think a lot of people choose to deal with them yet because you still in that sec, get battle barges and star markets and all the other cool promos uh, Competitive wise, you know, these are cards that were relegated to the promo set were really not intended by white wizards to be uh, Competitive I don't believe they've ever used the paper promos in anything competitive on their side uh, the, the digital 1K, is because they can use all the cards on the app, then that, that they certainly have. Uh, I think the biggest reason that you maybe don't hear as much angst anymore is just the probability. When the AR came out, there was only 95 cards in the trade deck, whereas now I believe there's 251. So uh, hear a little bit less about it again. Great job, and uh, look forward to being on soon.
0: Big thanks to Matt for the write-in. and Of course, Matt, you are right. If you don't want to play with Ark don't play with it. Um, especially in the tabletop. Just pull that card out. Uh, And yes, with the larger trade deck, it's been diluted. So you hear about it a little bit less, doesn't come up as often, but it's still one of those cards that when it hits the table, if it gets into the game, it's probably going to have a huge effect. And Star Realms is one of those games where players, especially new players or sort of intermediate players, can complain and think that they lose games just because command ship hit the row, brain world... ARC, my opponent got that. I didn't get it, and that's why I lost. Um, thanks to everyone that wrote in on the Facebook page. We had many great responses here. I'm going to summarize some of these, but I want to start with a great, a great point here from Joe Rufino. Um, Joe is saying, you know, basically, some of the people are, are working on different definitions of the word broken. My original question is, is ARC broken? And here's what Joe says. I don't think that ARC breaks the game because if it did, it would break the game at any cost. Okay, so so just check this out. My definition of a card that's mispriced is a card that becomes reasonable if you change the cost. So, for example, if you think that ARC should just be eight bucks, you'd think it's mispriced. But Joe's definition of a card that's broken is a card that only becomes reasonable if you change its effect. And he gives a good example from DC Deck Building there's a Superman card. Where the effect is that it pulls every superpower from your discard pile into your hand, which obviously sounds insane. Um, you can change the cost of that card from eight to sixteen, but the but the effect is still game changing. The only way to play that card, the only way to play with that card, is to change the wording to make it less powerful. Um, so I don't know that Arc is necessarily game breaking. It does about the same thing that Brain World does. Let's make that comparison now. Many people commented on this. Um, It's the same power as Brain World, but cheaper. Okay, that that inherently doesn't mean anything necessarily. It adds damage as well as the scrapability instead of um, six soak, which the base has, the outpost has. Um, And it can be self-scrapped, when no longer le- no longer needed. Thank you, Brendan Lapsley, for that. And uh, Brad Elkey just mentions here that he doesn't think he's ever bought Brain World over the arc. But I will say, I think that there are some cases when you would. Other players made um, some comments on that. For example, if the it's early in the game and your opponent is light on... Um, light on damage it might sit out and have its effect multiple times but i will say this about the difference between having arc and brain world um, you think of a base being awesome for that potential sit out and repeat its effect possibility but what will happen a lot of times the brain world it will go out in your second hand of a deck say and it then your deck will turn over while it sits and it'll get hit to your discard pile and essentially miss a deck where if you have Arc, you're gonna play it essentially every deck, so I will say that that actually is a bonus for Arc on top of its scrap ability. It's definitely in my opinion better than Brain world and so is certainly mispriced. Um, let's compare to command ship. Chad Alice says most games the command ships finished uh will also be finished by Arc, so sort of very same, and they both draw two cards, um, you get, what do you get, five damage on arc, and you get um, nine authority difference on command ship with a possible repeatable base removal. So they're very comparable, but again, command ship is eight. I would rather have arc over command ship uh, because of the scrapping. I can't remember who set it in here, but uh, arc makes your deck better every time you play it command ship does not apart from the fact that it's drawing cards and uh helping you buy more stuff expanding morgan tyson brings up a good point arc is clearly not broken because every time he buys it he loses hashtag true story hashtag arc curse sorry mo but i know the pain and that's what i'm saying though is i do still lose games with arc and i do still win games against arc so it's not like it just is a game ender um I don't know. It is undercosted. I think there's pretty wide comparison on that. And this brings up two other card comparisons that people did not make mention of necessarily. Uh one was brought up by Marco Pape. Marco says White Wizard just presented a much better designed arc. And what he means is the yellow red alignment 8 cost mega ship that I Um, spoiled on the mini-cast the other day. This is the Mech Battleship. Here's its abilities. I'll remind you one time. First of all, it has Red-Yellow Faction, and it scraps two cards from hand or discard, draws that many cards. Sound familiar? Very arc-brain-worldy. But then, instead of just drawing cards, it actually must discard two. So it's essentially this keyword called strafe, where you draw, then discard. So it's scrap up to two, Strafe up to two, or whatever, however many you did. No damage, no base removal, no scrapping ability, and it allies with red or yellow to do six damage. So let me ask you, that card right there, Mech Battleship, better than Arc or not? And I think the answer's pretty much obvious that that is a nerfed Ark. Because the draw is not as pure, you're just cycling rather than drawing cards. You're not getting the damage, and it costs eight. So they've definitely done work to nerf the Ark. Um I'll say this also. I heard... No, I saw on the Reddit AMA with uh, Darwin Castle and Rob Doherty that they uh, someone asked them about changes or mistakes they made or whatever. And they said that they wish that Fleet HQ was um, a little stronger and that they think that Arc probably should have been a little bit less. So they've said as much. But again, just as, as Joe Rufino said, that doesn't mean it's broken. It's just a really great card that's perhaps under-costed. Uh, you know, they, I don't, let me say this about Arc. Why don't they just re-release it at 8? I don't get it. Star Market cost 5 in the card, in the card uh, tabletop version. Online is 4. I don't get that. If I ever get Darwin on the program, I don't have to ask him about this. All right, I got one more... Uh, One more card comparison here, which people may not be aware of. This is coming out of the Frontiers deck. Okay, this is an 8-cost red ship called the Nanobot Swarm. And I know about it because we play with the Proxy at school. And this card is ridiculous. This is just a better arc. Here's what it does. It will sound familiar. I think it does 6 damage, but I'm not 100% sure on that. might just be 5. And then it does almost the exact same thing Arc does, but in the in the better order it draws two cards period, and then you can scrap up to two from hand or discard. You don't even have to scrap to draw you can just draw two cards and do damage. It does not have the scrap to destroy a base ability, but I still think that's better because at the end of the game you know we, we find ourselves in position with Brain world and Arc where we buy cards just to scrap them same with death world um, you can still do that. But this card's better for just pure draw. And that's just awesome. So Nanobots Swarm, I think, is going to be one of those things people will say is crazy. We don't know a whole lot about what's coming out of Frontiers just yet, but that's one to keep an eye on. I, Again, I'm curious as to if they learned a lesson from Ark why that card appears. Um, it's going to be a big deal. All right, so I think here's the verdict. Ark's not broken, guys. It's it's just under-costed by one, one and a half, two bucks. Um, should cost eight. I wonder if anybody out there house rules it at eight. It'd be interesting to do. And of course, if you don't like it, don't play with it. But uh, I like all the cards. And it's just one of those things that in the meta game, you got you to gotta account for. You got to know. I'm going to play these cards and hold them. I'm going to buy Space Station on the off chance that that card's going to come up. And I'm going to pop for it because I know it's a game changer. All right, my thanks to uh, Matt the Cutter for calling in. My thanks to everybody for writing in on the Facebook page. Appreciate you guys. That's going to do it for this episode of Star Realms Minicast. I'll see you tomorrow, and until then, I will see you on the realms.